Hi, I'm H.D. Chambers, Superintendent of Schools for A-Leaf ISD, and I want to welcome everyone to Impact Ed, a podcast sponsored and supported by the A-Leaf Independent School District and the Career Technology Education Department. Uh, we hope that uh, everyone is doing well as they listen or watch this or, or both. Uh, I am here today to, to have a conversation with on a very, very, very interesting topic. Not that our other topics aren't interesting, but this one here is of particular interest uh, because of its uniqueness. I'm proud and honored to, to be sitting here with three individuals that have worked to, to make this happen. Uh, today we're going to talk about aviation. We have uh, an instructor, a student, and then our director of career technology, technology education who oversees our aerospace engineering program. And a part of the aerospace engineering program, a large part of it is our aviation program. And so we are here uh, today to share some insight, to listen to uh, the instructor and the student and their experiences. And hopefully, if you're listening to this or watching this and you have an interest or a desire in the aviation field, uh, maybe this will be helpful to you. And you will you may learn something and, and, and uh, expose you to something you weren't aware of. So joining me today is Ms. Jennifer Baker. She's our Director of Career and Technology Education. Uh, Mr. Stuart Bailey, who is the instructor of the Aerospace Engineering Program and and quite frankly, is responsible for lifting it off the ground, <laughs> I guess, metaphorically, I guess. And then we have a, a student, a senior at Elsick High School, Miss Cindy Lee, who is who is a, an aviator. And she'll talk more about her credentials and what she has earned and, and what her future plans are as it relates to uh, the field of aviation. So with that, welcome to all three of you. And I'm going to I'm going to start real briefly, Jennifer, and ask you just to maybe set the the groundwork for how we got here, but more of Mr. Bailey and, and Cindy is going to be better as we go through this this conversation. So Jennifer, you kind of how do we get here, and then let's talk about the meat of the program. I, I will say when I came to A Leaf what five years ago, the first person, one of the first people that started calling me was Mr. Bailey because he has a great passion for aviation, and he even then it, it then knew that there is a shortage of pilots. And he wanted to do something about it. And after a lot of years and a lot of hard work, it finally hatched, so to speak, and got off the ground, if you want to say, um, our aviation program. And this is where we purchased a kit. Actually, it's going to be four kits from a particular company. And the kids are actually building an airplane that they can fly if they want to. <laughs> after I did my little small part of getting the kit and all the money and all that for that with, with the help of a lot of other people, uh, Mr. Bailey and the kids have taken it to the next level and they are working diligently. They've got, I'll let them tell you everything, but it started about five years ago, but we're really now in the throes of, I don't know how far you guys are, what do you got about a quarter of a plane built right now? But anyway, I'll let them tell you all of that. It's super cool, <laughs> regardless. Well, I just want the context of the listeners to, to know this is not just a, a club building model airplanes. You know, this is an actual an actual program where students are taking programs and actually being credentialed by the United States mm-hmm. Aviation Department to, to fly drones. And so as you're listening to this, please be aware that we're talking about real aviation, real airplanes, real pilots the whole nine yards and that's yeah, yeah. And i want to emphasize that because that's that doesn't happen everywhere else so uh, Stuart, to talk a little bit about yourself and kind of how you got here and and what your where you see the program now and what your ultimate ambitions are for this my, my name is uh Stuart bailey and i started in a leaf back in 2008 uh went from intermediate to middle school started doing technology in the middle school and i actually got my amt my aviation maintenance tech 
license, and I've always been into aviation. My whole family's in aviation. Dad and brothers are also mechanics, so uh, I just wanted to try to afford an opportunity to the kids at A-Leaf and I chased Miss Baker down, like she said. And, <laughs> and these are met. actually real classes that the state of Texas allows us to offer. So it's not just a whim that we're building an airplane. This is actually follows a, a pathway of courses. Yes. So we just added those pathways for you to do yeah, this. Um, the support of Avely has been amazing. I mean, we've taken road trips to Montgomery. We've mm-hmm. we've been around them. Um, she's even, and I give her so much courage, she's flown with me to Kearns <laughs> to see uh, some other programs so we could really design a really great program. And so at the end of the day, the kids are delighted essentially are meeting the expectations that I'm setting before them. So uh, primarily we were focusing on um, piloting and mechanics. And I'm like, well, let's get drones too. And it was a little easier to attain than the piloting. So the kids were buying in and we started getting a program together. And she allowed me to kind of go canvas the environment. And we work with the ALPA, which is like the biggest aviation organization in the United States area. Uh, That's the curriculum we use. So it also provides piloting as well as drone curriculum. But um, we also use King Schools. So we're going to make sure these kids pass and, and, and meet that expectation. And Cindy was my first student to pass her part 107 and become the first drone pilot. So she's Absolutely amazing. Um, all the kids revere her. All the mentors revere her. And my program would not be what it is without her. Uh, the kids are very intricate to making sure our programs are outstanding. And once I said, oh, I think um, we're privileged to do a podcast, the whole class was like, Cindy's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you were appointed, huh? <laughs> yeah, she was appointed. So, you know, um, and she can tell a little bit about the drone um, program that she's literally spearheading. If I'm not around, she'll get the drones together. she get them authorized to fly in no-fly zones. She understands the software, the hardware, as well as um, the actual authorization process and the serial numbers. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally taking over the program. So, <laughs> well, go, Cindy, t- t- tell us just a little bit about yourself. I mean, you're a senior. I know you're getting ready to, to graduate high school, but talk a little bit about what you knew about aviation before this program and how you've gotten to the point where Mr. Bailey has described you, which is kind of the the ad hoc professor of the program. (laughs) I was a part of Mr. Bailey's program during my sophomore year, and he kind of just snatched me out of my other classes and said, like, hey, you're going to be here now. And I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. Honestly, my freshman year, I thought I was going to go into something into medicine something like a pharmacist mm-hmm. and that was my thought for 10th grade year too but I started to stick with Mr. Bailey because he was talking about airplanes and all these different things I had no idea about but I'm glad I stuck with him because now I just I'm not too into flying but I just love working on airplanes and it's just absolutely amazing so in our program I'm constantly surrounded by very ambitious people Mr. Bailey being one of them <laughs> and also my other fellow classmates who want to be pilots fighter jet pilots yeah. and so much more and I guess that's really built up my inspiration and I'm planning to go to the aviation maintenance institute and get also get my airframe and parapet license to be like Mr. Bailey <laughs> what Mrs. Baker mentioned earlier was our partnership was with Tingle Flight and they're the ones who's given us the curriculum to build this RV-12 IS plane 
It's been crazy. I remember specifically during summer school in June or July, Mr. Bailey called me and said, the plane is finally coming in. <laughs> and I was so surprised because I know he's been working on trying to get that plane for at least three years. Yeah. And it felt honestly very unbelievable that it was coming in so quickly, like before senior year. And me and some of my other classmates showed up. We met the mentors. We met Mr. Wyant and Mr. Anthony, who are basically directing the program. And it was just awesome and mind-blowing learning all these different things, like riveting and sheet metal. And in the summer was when we finished it making a mock vertical stabilizer. Yeah, It's not going to be a part of the actual plane, but it did get, give us a lot of experience and some of the hardware we were working with. So, yeah, it's been a real trip. <laughs> <laughs> did you know anything about aviation before, other than, I mean, we know about airplanes, but did you know anything about or have any knowledge that you were interested in aviation? No. In fact, before my sophomore year, I've never been in a plane before. Mr. Bailey was the one who pushed me to actually go on a plane <laughs> ride with Mr. Brown, who's a really great pilot. He's a very calm and just overall very disciplined guy. Mm -hmm. And so the first time I rode in the plane, I was riding in the front seat, and I never thought that could happen. <laughs> what did your parents say about all of it? I'm curious that when you said, hey, I'm going to go fly in this, what, is it a four-seater that you guys probably flew in? Oh, the first time it was a um, two-seater, oh. 152. We call him Woody. He <laughs> <laughs> was yellow like Woodstock. Yeah. Oh, right. We call him Woody. Well, what did your, you had to ask them for permission, I'm sure, to get in this. What do they think about all this with you? I'm curious. First of all, my mom was terrified. <laughs> I guess I've never actually been in a plane before, and she was, like, really nervous because once she saw, like, this, like, small general aviation aircraft plane, she was like, you're going to be in there? Right. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> and she was very worried, but she was also super supportive and I know it was really hard for her to overcome her fear and anxiety of just me going up in the plane mm -hmm. but I'm I'm really thankful and grateful for her and also my brothers for supporting me through and through not every parent hears their kid come home from school and say mom I'll go fly an airplane <laughs> <laughs> that's very true Mr. Yeah. Bailey you talk, talk about if you don't mind, just talk about the class itself. You know, Cindy mentioned disciplined, ambitious classmates. Talk about your the, the class and the, the makeup of the class, the, the students, their interests in the different parts of, a, of aerospace engineering. I'm curious yeah, about you that. You know, um, we're starting to really um, evaluate choice. And the more choices you give kids, the more impact you can make in the community. Because uh, everybody doesn't want to fly. Right. Some like to work so I give them the opportunity to fly then when they come down I look in their eyes and I'm like <laughs> and they're like uh, I think I want to work on it <laughs> I, I, you know and, and so if, if they're exposed to it I think being exposed to flying the plane as well as um, working on it I can understand the whole just the whole science of it yeah. if I'm in the air and I feel the forces when I come down I know how to structure that aircraft right because I know what it undergoes when it's up in the air so we primarily try to give the kid the full scope so then now you can generally really make a great choice on which direction you want to go and transition out of high school so when we uh, started incorporating the drones 
we started looking at the market as well and we're like oh my god all the news companies uh all these real estate companies all these guys need drone pilots so i'm like you know you can actually start working while you're in high school because mm -hmm. once you turn 16 if you work with me to get your part 107 you can actually work part-time you can build your skills so when you transition out of high school you already experienced right. and a leaf has really supported us on that by getting us the right equipment to put us at the leading edge of you know the drone environment with dji equipment and um we've went on to different levels of um production uh and i've shocked she's probably the best producer she's um made different video uh, subjects that are really entertaining <laughs> and she layers her you want to explain real quick <laughs> she's like literally the best producer right now even with the drone technology as well as I call her my program manager yeah. for the shop once we started getting the inventory in she immediately took out of a lot and, and this is how you get to see the efficacy of your kids sometimes you don't want to always lead them you want to provide an environment and watch them tackle and she already busts out this Excel program, and she's calling the kids over. What's that part number? And she's inventory. So anytime the mentors are looking for a part, Cindy, we need the yeah, left where? section of the empanage ribs. Oh, hold on. Okay, it's in bay number three, and, and, and so on and so forth. So every time Tango comes into this check on this, they're really taking it back. Like, oh, my God, you guys are really running a yeah. good shop, and um. Cindy, we think we want to go ahead. You want to tell them the opportunity they offered to you when they came and visited? Oh, yeah. First of all, I want to make sure everybody understands who is or what is Tango, what's their role? It was an instructor out of Buffalo, Texas, okay. and he was a pilot, okay. and he also worked on his own experimental aircraft. Right. It's not certificated, so you can buy these kits, and as a fabricator, you can put it together, get it checked out to make sure it's airworthy. So he decided to bring a program to his school. And another business friend of his decided, well, you know, why don't we make this perpetual? Why don't we spread these things out and make it available? We were already in communication with Van Airlines mm -hmm. to get an experimental plane really close to getting it. But there's still some T's you got to cross and some I's you dot, you know, to make sure it's legit. So uh, Tango Flight kind of just swooped on okay. in okay. and was like, hey, uh, we think you guys are more than qualified. And that's when Cindy and, and and this was the funny thing. They, they were like, well, Mr. Bailey, can we meet you and your mentors? And we'll see if you guys are up to code to mm -hmm. build the program. And so they came in. And I'm like, well, you know first what? they already had all the people that they wanted to have take to all the school districts. They were going to do. Work and with. and we had to convince them that they had to add us because we had been telling the kids we're going to do this. And so it was a lot of convincing, but that was the final thing is that they came. So this, I'm just telling you, it was hard to get on their list of people, but yeah. we did. And now they think they're fabulous. So, but you and, and so, um, they, they show it up and they're like, well, you know, we want to have the mentors here. And I'm like, you know, I think, um, I'm going to invite some kids. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm not really it's for the mentors. And so I'm like, you know, I invited the kids. He says, you know what? We're going to start encouraging the schools to invite the kids on, on the introductory level. Yeah. And because um, it's kind of better to train our mentors and teachers with kids around so we can kind of see how you interact. And um, they, they just left overwhelmed. We finished it in the time. Uh, we built the vertical stabilizer that I have behind me. And um, from then on, we built two wings, stabilator, vertical stabilizer, and the center section of the cockpit. So 
we're moving right along. Uh, we do a two-day regimen, but now the mentors are like, we got one more month, and we kind of want to do the tail cone. So they're willing to come in three times a week. And I, community support is important. And these guys don't know our kids and our demographic. Mm-hmm. They travel quite a bit voluntarily. And... Um, we you know we've we've given them nice little training. You know, kids yeah. once they get yeah. that relationship, Mister Bailey, we need to get them shirts. We need to get them this. We need to... so you know we we afforded them shirts and everything. But these guys have now almost dedicated themselves to making sure this thing does not fail, and that is perpetual. That it goes on for a couple of years. One of our mentors is a surgeon and pilot. Learned from his mom, Mister Breckner. Yeah. Tom Boyd actually bought in another visitor who is a missionary in Africa, Congo. That flies different aircraft. So these kids are meeting influential, yeah, powerful yeah, people yeah. that are, are are connected. We we went on a field trip to the Harrison Jet Center, and we met the CEO of the airport, who was a very vital part of Harvey. Yeah. And he sat and told us the whole, how these Huey helicopters were coming in for HEB mm-hmm. and all these different vendors, and he was the conduit to getting everybody their resources. And he sat in a round, like a little tribe round group with us, just as relaxed <laughs> and chilled and just was breaking it down. And we just like, and so I'm like, kids, you can go to college for airport management. Yep. Cause he told his story. I thought I wanted to be air traffic controller. I had a couple hours as a pilot, but now I, some guy just walked up to me and he's like, did you try airport management? He's like, nah. And, he's, and then that's when he told the kids, don't ever be afraid to pick up the phone. Because my first opportunity was a guy just walked off the job. Yeah. I called looking for a job. They're like, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's built two airports, one, the um, Houston executive, yeah. and we're part of the EEA chapter out of there. And he's built the other airport in Austin. And he prides himself on his architecture. He has the biggest canopies out of any private airports that have fit a 737 underneath. So this is one of those um, exposure avenues that these kids are now like, oh, my God, I never even thought I can come in this airport and to be able to sit down with them. So, yeah, much less man it would talk to the manager. of the- Exactly. Yeah. You know. so, so let's talk about your opportunity. What what would Tango use? Oh yeah, with Tango. Is there, is there something to Tango? Remember when Tango's like, "Oh my God, we're so impressed with you." Oh. Yes. <laughs> and she does this thing where she does her. You know how when you say something unlike, and you gotta kind of get ahead. Yeah, and, yeah. So Cindy does that a lot because she keeps you, know, you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. So. They offered me kind of like a scholarship to, I guess, Spartan Institute. Wow. Oh my point. goodness. In Oklahoma. Yeah. And they offered to pay for my room and board there. Wow. And that was really amazing. All I had to worry about was just getting my certificate. I decided to stay locally. It it was a really great offer. But (laughs) there are also a lot of aviation maintenance tech schools Mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. Like um, AIM, which is right near Hobby Airport, where I could stay to locally. Because yep. I'm more familiar yeah, with Houston. Well, now you also got accepted into what's the big college that you got accepted? Embry Riddle in Daytona Beach, Florida. Yeah, that's a huge. Yeah. 
That's too. And that's not the. Oh, she's not the only one in his class. Uh, you you want to talk about the stats of how your kids have done the, the seniors? Oh man, uh, this year, um, especially this year, out of the whole class, what only two who gave me like lesser effort didn't. Everybody else passed their part one hundred sevens. Uh, we got some that might go to work. I have a, a connection with NASA, mm-hmm. um, and it's. So it's rewardful that they, they could start off at 48 to 50 a year, no degree, and it's called meeting support. We got um, three going to uh, American Airlines Cadet Academy. Uh, well, one girl decided to forego the Cadet Academy because she just wants her degree at Emory Riddle. Mm-hmm. She just showed us in a group message her flight to Emory Riddle to visit. So she signed up for the fall. Uh, Alejandra and Cindy got accepted to Emory Riddle. And so now we're starting to teach and make the focus for our demographic to prepare financially yeah. mm-hmm. in your 10th grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would get you in, but can you pay for it? Yeah. So we're really starting to set the focus on let's start getting our scholarships and our things the year prior so that we'll be prepared to uh, enter into the uh, opportunity that, you know, They've been working so hard for so uh that's going to start being the new focus um they're they're building the efficacy and the skill set it's just can we afford to go mm-hmm. to that university so cindy did get offered also to be the poster child of tango flight and see that's when she started giving the nods and yeah, looks like yeah. well, what does that really mean it's yeah. like yeah and we're going to send you up to oklahoma and we really want to and then so you know i had to break off later because she always leaves everything to question like I, she doesn't really tell me mm-hmm. until she's already made her decision and so she I found out from AIM we went and took a field trip <laughs> and she was happy because she's like Mr. Bailey when I visited it was a Saturday and nobody was here we went on a field trip yeah. it was in action yeah. they was doing landing gear applications a turbine from a helicopter they was turning on it and then they had another group that was in the back doing a six cylinder teardown and rebuilds and she's like this is so the next day I know Gabby says this is where I'm going to <laughs> and then they just loaded us up with pizza sodas and snacks and we jumped back on the bus and we were back at campus before dismissal <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about the, the, the drone program you've you've kind of alluded to it and and I know you have a lot of students that have participated taken the, the FAA national federal exam certificate been certified maybe talk a little bit about the future of drones i mean okay they're everywhere in our life we don't realize it a lot of times you could be watching a a sports production and you're seeing these overhead views you used to have to have a blimp now we've got drones maybe talk about what your take is on the future of drones and and your interest in it as a as a student okay well you know uh generally uh we do kind of look around and say oh my goodness drones are everywhere it's still introductory, especially to kids of A-Leaf yeah. because they're so socially involved, social network and watching a lot of video productions and things like that to actually be able to create something from a drone that right. does aerial entry and different missions. We like to call them missions like that. Mm-hmm. The kids are starting to understand that that is the best way to actually get those kind of shots. So um, you're starting to see these schools popping up, opportunities pop up in jobs. Uh, solar panels are popping up everywhere. Every solar panel installation has to have a drone completion. Mm-hmm. It's better than sending that guy up there, you know. Exactly. Uh, even me and Ms. Baker talked about real estate and disaster relief type mm-hmm. applications and missions. 
we do more of the funner um, right. around school, um, you know, um, in um, different locations in Houston type commercial type missions. But th- there's a lot of missions from industry inspections in Houston to I mean, you can name them. They're, they're endless. Yeah. So they even have remember we, we talked that one day I called you and I'm like they have these things so it's call, it's like calling an Uber but you're calling for a drone yes. and it's a businesses who need a drone mission for whatever reason and they can go to this site and find drone pilots in their area click on them and then those people get their drones and go do this mission for these people and get paid for okay. it like yeah, Uber, so, Uber drone or yeah. yeah so uh, essentially if you have your license you can literally enter into a website they're trying to provide you the job yeah. or anybody yeah. who's looking for a drone pilot, they try to make that connection. Make the match. But the beautiful thing about us in A-Leaf and my kids is we went to West Houston with the 99s and the girls did a presentation for them. And there's one girl named Gabby. She stands up, you know, from Honduras and she's like fighting so many different factors right now. And just the fact that I was able to get. And then so she started to tear up. And I had to interrupt because now I got to look up and try to keep my eyes from <laughs> well. And I'm like, come on, Gabby. And everybody knew it. She just like literally caught us all off guard. But it, it hit her yeah, in the moment. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I actually have an opportunity. Yeah. It's suited, you know, to give opportunities to kids in, that have those challenges. But how can I try to make a, a means? Right. And this is a way because once you pass that Part 107, you are legal to make money. So she has found a way to make money. Why not? Why she's right. going through those hurdles. And so that is, has been a focus for us too. You know, let's provide entrepreneurship for kids because there's so many opportunities. And now coaches are coming to me. Hey, when you're up here, baby, come get that 107. Yeah. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's like a tidal wave going. <laughs> and they're seeing the opportunities, man. We can film our kids. We can help programs and sport programs but with Cindy and if you want to speak on it um, what's it doing with the kids and how they're partaking in or whatnot so I just really want to clarify real quick that you do not need an FAA license to fly a drone but what we're preparing them for is for them to fly it for commercial purposes so yeah. they can make money off of it I'm glad you clarified that because I can go buy a drone off the shelf somewhere and fly around so and if it's if it's over point five five, you must what? You must register. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Like on YouTube, you see a bunch of people who are just hobbyists. They just yeah. don't like to fly a drone for cinematography. Right. It's all like really great work. But if you want to fly for commercial purposes and actually make money from it, then you need a Part One Hundred Seven's license, and that's what we're preparing our kids for. One Hundred Seven. That's part of the exam because you first. Is that just? Well, it's just a uh, uh, FA. A yeah. categorization okay. of that particular one, license. That particular yeah, okay. part 107. All right. <laughs> and I really want to emphasize just how big the drone industry is growing. So the summer of last year, just after I got my license, Mr. B and I were just looking up on Indeed.com and other recruitment sites about what a drone pilot in Houston would earn. And if you had a part 107 and just any degree in engineering, you can earn up to 90K. Oh, wow blew my mind (laughs) it really did blow my mind and that's why i think a lot of kids don't know this they don't know just how much potential being a drone pilot holds you can do pipeline inspections real estate inspections or you can start your own business do your own cinematography and filming whatever your passion takes you 
So that's kind of what we've been doing this school year. Basically, Mr. Bailey has arranged some days for us as a class to go outside and practice our drone cinematography. And I've learned a lot more than before. Like, I actually got my license, such as authorization zones, because, as you know, FFA safety is above all, and they want you to have all the paperwork and whatnot. And also just learning the cinematography side yeah, of it yeah. and just being more creative with what we do with our drone shoots to just get our skills and experience there. That's just been really fun on its own, too. I want to point out that for any educators that would be listening to this in Texas, the Drone Pilot 107 is an IBC industry-based certification on the TEA's list. So it's it's also a win for the district mm-hmm. for kids getting certified in that. As I've sat and listened to you, Cindy, talk, I'm thinking about the students who all they know about aviation is watching TV or seeing a plane. We all, we're all familiar with airplanes. And if you, and unless you're involved in it, you don't realize all the other peripheral opportunities that, that Mr. Bailey has talked about. You know, the it's kind of like when you think about a hospital, you think about doctors and nurses, right? Yeah. And you, th- and you think that's the, only, that's the only people that work in those hospitals. But then you go into a hospital and you see all these other careers, all these other, that have nothing to do with, you know, dealing with a patient. Same way in, in the aviation industry. Has that surprised you? I mean, all the different, you don't have to be a pilot to be in aviation. Is that? That's very true. Like I mentioned before, before my sophomore year, I had no idea that aviation was this big. I mean, like, you hear about it, like, oh, yeah, pilots make a lot of money. They get Mm -hmm. vacation days, all those good benefits. But you don't really think more on a deeper level. And for my 10th grade year, I was struggling to decide if I wanted to pursue pharmacy or do I want to keep going on this path that Mr. Billy has shown me. And... When I say that you can't go wrong with aviation, you really can't go wrong with it. Yeah. And that's something I've come to understand over the years. You can work for, like what Mr. Bailey said, as base operations, be an airport manager, air traffic control. Of course, there's piloting, but then you can also be like what I'm going to do, be an aviation maintenance technician and make sure that planes are airworthy and that everyone stays safe. It also extends beyond that because aviation is interconnected with a lot of other industries, Mm -hmm. just as medicine, which are also like a lot of big industries. So you really can't go wrong with aviation no matter what. It's just a huge field with so many opportunities. So that's why I'm glad I stuck with it and that so many other kids are starting to get this interest in aviation. What are other kids that are not familiar with it? Like like a sophomore, like put yourself back in your shoes two, three years ago. What are you telling them? What are you, what are you guys doing to educate a ninth grader or a tenth grader about? What are you, what are you telling them? Oh, so there are those um, career days at the CTE Center that we had here. Mm-hmm. And I remember me and Gabby, we were here around last year or so, and we were giving out presentations showing like the middle schoolers, what we're doing Mm -hmm. in um, this program. And we were telling them about how there are like hundreds of airports in Texas alone, (laughs) maybe even more than universities (laughs) in Texas. And we were showing them all the drones we're working with, which we have the DJI Mavic 2 and also the FPV goggles, which are a new addition, and also the big Inspire 2s. These are professional-grade drones. We're not working with like 
the $99 ones. Those are nice. <laughs> but we're working with yeah. something that will give you more real-world experience. These are the kind of drones yeah. the military is using. These are, I agree with you. Don't, I don't want people to get confused about the drone they can go buy off the shelf versus what you guys are working with. Yeah, they 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 travel pretty fast. So yeah, they hard top run, <laughs> and you know, and, and and like she was saying, you know, it's I've also learned how expensive, uh, just in market. I I've learned how expensive all of it is. Uh, oh, that's expensive. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah but, she's talking about something else. Yeah, yeah, and, and expensive. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, but it's just primarily how the world runs through aviation. Yeah, you need products. And most of these products travel via aviation. And so you try to steer a kid from what he's always accustomed to doing and what he sees in his surrounding environment. Oh, so what you going to do, man? I'm going to go get a job. Where uh, I guess the mall or I'm going to go, well, why don't you try ground operations at the airport? And um, you'll make around 16, 17 an hour. You know, the, the affluent people you meet. Uh, just your interactions, uh, it starts to prepare you for a whole different type of opportunity. So, you know, uh, generally most of our kids look at airports like they're non-entry areas. They see these big gates, they see, you know, they see these signs that are not, that are foreign to them, so they don't even think they're welcomed. And just the fact when we go and we walk through the terminal and we sit on the back and planes are taxiing in, and we're smelling fuel. <laughs> and, you know, um, one time we had a, a girl's day out. Right now, girls rock. Uh, my <laughs> girls are killing it. How many girls do you have in your program? Oh, my goodness. Right now, we're probably leaning on around 10, 9 to 10. And I, I think it's from you, Gabby, Allie. Nubia. Nubia. Glendies. Alex, Stephanie, E. Stephanie, Jessica, <laughs> like Jessica, yeah. So, so we're, we're 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 smashing, it. and the guys are just trying to follow suit. <laughs> they, they usually go and grab tools for them because their their expertise level is is really up there, and, and the guys are really respecting it. And I just think it's that momentum right now. I yeah. think girls are really motivated to immerse themselves in these positions, and with great leadership, Nubia being one. And Cindy being one, um, Alejandra as well. I remember she came back she's like, "Hey, I got this big part 107 cheat sheet deal," and the kids are like, "Come here, come here. and and so these they're 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 now starting to synthesize curriculum and opportunities, and it's kind of shocking for a teacher to sit back and watch <laughs> synthesization from your kids. Like, oh my God, they're creating their ways, and uh, but just the exposure to these environments are starting to build this type of motivation in yeah. Yeah. I, agree, I, agree, I agree with you on the momentum part of it. It, it it takes a heavy lift as you mentioned earlier to get something going but once you do and you find champions like like Cindy and others the word gets out and people yeah. want to know what are they doing over there and next thing you know they're building an airplane that that's like I said earlier that's not a common program in a high school that's Mm-mm. that's not that's not common. Uh, I want to go back. I'm, I'm interested in the uh, the growth of the program, and I'm interested in how you, from a student's perspective, how you would advise us as adults as we make decisions about the continuation. You're going to graduate, and you're going to move on about your life, and you're going to, and you'll you'll to the day you die, you will always remember the exposure you got in aviation. You'll remember that and where it started. But I am interested in your thoughts on how do we improve the program. 
how do we market it? In other words, how do we help, when I say we, the grown-ups, how do we help make sure other students are aware of it and that they have the same opportunities whether it's a teacher dragging you into his classroom. <laughs> but how did, I'm, I'm, what is your advice to us to ensure that this program continues growing and that every kid after you has an opportunity to experience what you've experienced? I think part of how we get the name out for our program is like before we're still doing those career days here at the CTE Center, uh, especially for middle school students because they're like, they're fresh, almost like going into high school. And I feel like a lot of them, like me, I didn't know what I would want to do. And just keeping that in mind and actually seeing real things that you would work with if you were to go into the program tours and such i think that really does change it's like wow it's actually here it's actually within like arm's reach i can actually do this if i wanted to the program so far i think it's honestly given me much more real life experience than any other class i've been in because it's allowed me to get a practical license and also practical experience on working on an airplane and not many high schoolers can say that yes i've been working on an airplane and also we take a lot of field trips and have lots of different guest speakers so that the kids can actually speak to people who are already like on top of their game on aviation and all those things and it's just wonderful to see their face light up when they're like wow i never knew that was possible i'm going to do this now yeah the program has been amazing i'm not sure what more we can do besides working on Maybe we just want the plane is built. We bring that into the center. That'll get their attention. Yeah, Yeah, I I like how she kind of alluded to touring because um, Mm -hmm. we did talk about, you know, um, just being aware uh, because there are asking middle schoolers to make decisions Mm -hmm. without them really touring enough. So maybe um, I I would agree with you on that, Cindy, maybe some more tours um, in – um, so see. the cool thing about, well, the interesting thing, I don't know if it's really cool, but it's interesting. Their hangar, quote, hangar, is in an old auto lab at Elsick High School. So it's been, as best we could, reconverted reconver- into this, uh, we call it the guy, they call it the hangar. Yeah, everybody buys in this hangar <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. It's called the hangar. Anyway, so, you know what, I think we need windows in the hangar <laughs> so oh, we no. can see it. Because it's an old, like I said, the only thing that you're going to see in... When kids are walking through the school is if you were to raise the garage doors and then it would be super hot, but and the AC would all get out. But anyway, but to put windows, I mean, it's, it's the visibleness of what yeah. that's a big part of attracting kids to programs. And, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're also starting to get these big business partners to start to come to the schools. When when the school shows a heavy interest, like uh, Mr. Chambers was saying, the the guys were like, "Okay, so you got kids interested? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we have a whole room sitting, waiting, waiting motivated." Yeah. So these guys are are now starting to open their minds to coming down. I've also been partnering with some of our middle school instructors to help prepare kids for that transition up to high school, and we have some eager. Mm-hmm middle school instructors who are working with me to build connections with like United. I got one in Kilo. He's trying to build a connection with United and partner with United. I've I've been partnering with American Airlines. So to get these guys to show up, I remember one time, the first time I had my American Airlines Civil Air Patrol visit and they brought in a um, 
reserve drone pilot. And he flies the big ones that look like planes, but they're drones. And they brought a Delta pilot in. So the kids, you know, the one thing the kids always ask, well, how much you make? You know, <laughs> and Crazy that's what guys. really, and I remember when I did the PowerPoint one day, I went out and just got a bunch of canes and some tea and invited parents in, and they came in with their arms all crossed because I have some of the best kids. And why am I here? My kid's supposed to go to Texas A&M. Yeah. Uh, you're wasting our time. He's right. a surgeon. Right. <laughs> I was like, you know, I understand, but, you know, you might want your son to give you a flight somewhere one day. And so I did my whole American Airlines PowerPoint, and at the end of the PowerPoint, it discussed how, oh, yeah, when your child uh, retires, he has $4.5 million in his four. Oh, what? Okay, so now I got all these parents in the line staying after. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, so I changed your parents' mind too, you know. Mm-hmm. And even just last, Cindy had a, a young man from Kerr who was thinking of being a pilot. So she, she comes to me, she's like, Mr. Baylor, I need a fly day. I say, Cindy, for you, you get whatever. <laughs> so uh, who is this guy? I got a friend at Kerr that wants to fly. He's thinking about being a pilot. So. Call up Mr. Pass back and we get a fly day. He's like, yeah, we'll, we'll put something together. So we show up and um, primarily now mom is sitting and brother is sitting yeah. watching and absorbing. Now brother wants to get in the plane. So it's infectious. It's an exciting industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No question about it. Because a lot of us, t- to your point earlier, most of us are not aware of it. Just It's just an exciting place. You go to an airport, it's just busy yeah. you see planes flying leaving coming coming i mean people everywhere it's just an exciting place and and once you get to know a little bit more about the jobs that are there then you can begin kind of picking your place i yeah. I, I we're not going to do this but i could talk all day this this is these are the types of programs i've said this several times on other episodes but these are the types of programs that i hope that we as adults are doing everything we can do to make sure that the students have opportunities and are exposed to them and i know Jennifer and her team, and, and I obviously know that you and your team and and the students are are helping to engage and helping to to educate so that they are aware of it, just like you just described. Sometimes it's with a formal presentations, and sometimes it's just somebody walking by and seeing something in a window and going, "What are wow. they? What are they doing?" Yeah. And then next thing you know, so thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, congratulations to you. You know, it's it's kind of nice to know when you graduate high school, at least you have a plan. You know, right? You kind of have an idea of what you want to do. Not everybody can say that. Now that may change in five years, but at least right now you know what you want to do. So congratulations, and I'm extremely proud of you. Extremely proud of you. Thank you. Our program really won't be able to get that far without the help of our contributors, because I know Miss Baker has worked really hard with Mr. Yes. Bailey and some of um, the other people at CT and CTE Center to actually just get the plane here. And also Mr. Olson, our wonderful mentors who take Tuesday and Thursday off from their days just to come to school and work with us for two hours or so. It's just been amazing the amount of support we've received from the community. And I just want to thank everyone for giving us spirit, drive, and also this financial support <laughs> to keep on doing what we love. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, there's people out there that care about you. There there are. They are. We just have to keep keep working on it. Even people that don't even know you, they, they care about you. So you're right. And probably be remiss if we didn't mention Franklin Olson. He's a mm-hmm. longtime supporter of our school district and has written several big checks. Yes, uh, he has. 
thank you to help <laughs> to help to help fund what you're t- describing and uh so uh we'll keep working on our end to try to bring those types of individuals in to help support the programs that you participate in and that you lead yes sir mr bailey thank you f- for your passion for this and for your your willingness to take that passion and share it with with our with our kids no problem it is i'm a, enjoying it <laughs> it's easy, i can tell i can tell and jennifer as always the leadership and if there's something to be done, ask Jennifer. She'll go get it done. <laughs> she'll get it. And, and if she can't, if she can't, she'll bloody her knuckles trying. Yes, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, thank you again. Very, very, very grateful for all three of you. Uh, this has been Impact Ed. I'm H.D. Chambers. I hope everyone has a great day. And I hope that you learned a little bit today about aviation and the aerospace engineering program in our school district. Take care. This has been an AMP production.